Hello again and welcome back to our exploration of prayer in Luke's gospel. We're literally walking through Luke's writing and taking a moment to stop, pause and reflect every time the word prayer or praying or pray comes up. And today we arrive at the scene of Jesus's baptism. It's the first time that we read of Jesus himself praying. And if you're anything like me, as a Christ follower, there are at least two things which we often feel like we don't have. Two things that if we, if we had them, um, they would serve our walks with Jesus hugely. But for one reason or another, we often lack these things. Or maybe uh, we don't realize that we, we have them or we have access to them. And these two things are power, to live the Christian life, number one. And affirmation, the securing love and affirmation um, that, uh, that grounds us, that, that makes us steadfast and resolute, that makes us strong against opposition. Um, we often lack these two things. At least I, I find this. And I trust God is going to work in us today as we read Luke's words here in Luke chapter 3 and, and consider them and consider some wise um, comments that, that, that saints have made through the years on these passages. So Luke 3 verse 21 to 22. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, The heavens were opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. So Jesus gets baptized for a number of reasons. But after he's come up out of of the waters of the Jordan River, but before the Holy Spirit descends upon him, we learn exclusively from Luke that Jesus was praying. Uh, he's the only gospel writer that, 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 that mentions this. And this shows us an important link here between prayer and the, the baptism or the outpouring of the Spirit. Remember, we've said before, Luke has the strongest interest in the Holy Spirit of all the gospel writers. And Michael Eaton, a commentator from Kenya, is bold enough to say that prayer always precedes the baptism of the Spirit. Now, what does this baptism in the Spirit uh, mean for Jesus and then also for us? Well, here we see that the, the three persons of the Trinity are all manifested here at once, right? The Holy Spirit comes in bodily form like a dove. The voice of God the Father was heard. And then Jesus, the beloved Son, was, was baptized with uh, the, the Spirit when the Spirit came upon him. And firstly, Jesus was anointed with power. When this happened, and 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 so too are we when when we receive the Spirit. Uh, David Guzik, a uh, commentator from the States, tells us that, that when the Spirit descended like a dove, he says this: there was some visible, tangible evidence that the Holy Spirit had come upon Jesus. A similar thing happened with the apostles when something like tongues of fire appeared over their heads on Pentecost. That's another example from Luke of prayer preceding the the power and the the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And even Jesus, as we see here, needed the Spirit's empowerment for mission. And if obviously, if he did, how much more do you and I? Uh, and if Jesus was praying before he received it here, Luke's trying to make a clear link here for us. On top of this, Jesus later obviously tells us in, in Luke 11 to ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit, which, when received, anoints us with, with power to do the things God wants us to do and be the people he calls us to do. You just literally look at the occasions in all of Scripture where the Spirit is poured out, where the Holy Spirit comes upon someone, fills someone, rushes upon someone. They are anointed with power to, to go and do the task that they were meant to do. 
anointing with power is the first thing. Second, Jesus received here the assurance of his sonship. Okay, and often this too is is something that's experienced when people are flooded and drenched in the presence of the Holy Spirit. I, I've been in many a, a gathering, many a meeting, I think of my days at students ministry, um, where we, we prayed for the Holy Spirit to pour out um, and, and for us to experience Him. And often this was one of the, the main tangible things that people experienced, an assurance of God's fathership and their sonship or daughtership. And you can't help but think of uh, Romans fifteen, uh, sorry, Romans eight fifteen to sixteen, which uh, which says this: For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. You see, it's a thing of um, needing strength, being weak. But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. We know from our research on the first thousand days of a child's life, uh, the difference and impact that love and security and affirmation makes upon that child's well-being and that child's future. And it's no different with our spiritual lives as children of God. We need this. We need both these things that Jesus received here. Uh, power, anointing, and affirmation. And, and, you know, in a way, certain power is, is, is derived from our affirmation in God. When thinking upon uh, um, this verse and regarding the Holy Spirit and, and the prayers that Jesus was praying, John Piper says this. He says that the Holy Spirit is infinite and always has more of himself to give. And his means of manifesting himself are so varied, there is always some new experience awaiting those who go hard after his fullness. I assume that Jesus was praying here for a manifestation of the Spirit to confirm to him his Messiahship. And that God's favor was on him as he set out on his public ministry. God answered his prayer. So friends, you and I need power and affirmation in this life. And the truth is, praying people are likely to be anointed by the Spirit with power. And praying people are likely to experience the affirmation of the Father. Sure, you can, you can experience both of those things if God sovereignly chooses to do them and bless you, uh, you know, apart from prayer. But the chances are exponentially increased for those who, who pray um, and those of us who pray specifically for an outpouring of the Spirit. So, Father, we pray this right now. Give us your Holy Spirit. You are a good Father and we acknowledge today that we need your power. We need your anointing upon us if we're to live the life that you've called us to live. Now, Father, we also know, many of us know very well the fact that we have an enemy that is trying to daily discourage us, to make us believe we're unloved, that we're a burden on you, you know, that we're, we're not worthy of being called your children. And so I ask right now, God, that through our times of prayer, you would confirm our sonship and our daughtership. We have been adopted by you because of the blood of Christ. And that we are yours and you are ours. And So testify this to our hearts today, God, please. Secure us in your love today as we meet you and you meet us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.